1: A Silly Dude production. That's not a try, that's a miracle! It's
0: great, it gets away, get gets away, Parcel's still going, Parcel's got just coming up outside, they inside, Richard! The away to away yeah! Yeah! That's ridiculous. The Tigers' season may be over, <laughs> but the Manly Seagulls soar into the finals. It's the end of the regular season. Welcome to Day Talk, a good game footy podcast. I am Harvey, and joined by my co-host Lockie. Hello. Hello, don't be too sad. Oh. At least you get to watch the good footy teams at this time of year.
1: Mm. Still sad. <laughs> Still sad, though. It's just... Yeah,
0: I mean, it's disappointing <laughs> for you, but as you said a few times already in the last couple of weeks, your season's been over for quite a while. Um, at least the finals hopes have been. But to end on that note, I think yeah. it's pretty grim. It's yeah. not what any fan wants to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, if this was boxing and it was like a case where, in boxing, if you beat the heavyweight you champ, if you beat the champ, you become the champ. So by that logic, if this was boxing, if we beat, we lost horribly to the wooden spooners. So we should be the wooden spooners. You could make that case. Luckily, it's not boxing, and for somehow we've ended the season thirteenth because I, I don't know. Like I think thirteenth is actually like an overachievement for the Tigers this year. It's been probably the most disappointing season I've ever witnessed from them. I really struggled to see a lot of highlight points except for a couple players and, you know, even then it just didn't feel fluid throughout the team. So 13th, I, w- I, I, I don't think that is an accurate statement. I think Broncos have more to look forward to next year. Bulldogs definitely have more to look forward to next year. Yeah, The Cowboys are probably about where we're at, not with a lot of, Promise for next year. Um, you know, if we're talking about next year's looking look into it, then the bottom three yeah, is the bottom three is us, the Cowboys and the Dragons. I would suggest.
0: I uh, think so. I think you guys are probably the wooden spoon favourites because let's not forget that the Cowboys still have Tamalolo. You know, they've got players like Holmes, Townsend's hmm. heading up there. Um, and the Tigers, like, see, it's interesting from the outside because I think some of your players have, are, like, performed at a level far above where the team's finished. Like Utu Kamanu, mm. um, I think Dewey's been an excellent find. Dane Laurie at the back's been great. Nofaluma has had another consistent year. It just seems that the rest of the side, and I, I think Luke Brooks is the... Bear
1: a lot of this. I agree. I think he's he's not. I, I mean, it's it's it needs to. They need to separate Luke Brooks and West Tigers. It's becoming quite a toxic relationship, and it's just not beneficial to either party. I don't know what Luke Brooks could do if he goes and joins another club. But even if he goes and joins another club and then turns it all around, I won't be sitting here going, "Oh, we should have kept him," because I just don't think that it's a it's it's something that can he. He needs to be looking for a way out. I don't know what clubs are looking for a half-back still for next year, but I think, you know, it's just... There,
0: there are a number of clubs that would be interested, but he's not going to be their marquee half. No. And, like, he has not delivered, like, offensively for a number of years. I think 2018, was it, when he was half-back of the year? At Dalian's?
1: Yeah, and, yeah, he won halfback like, of the year at the Dalian's, which was a, a bit of a silly call anyway. He
0: doesn't control the game, like... The like top level halfbacks. No, defensively he's a liability. He really is. Yeah, it's not. It's not just his size that holds him back because there are plenty of small players that hold their own in defensive line. But some of the tries conceded just this weekend against the Dogs, they just dragged him over the line like
1: yeah i think it's an all it's, too familiar feeling for the tigers that the coach has been there for two to three years and the third year is usually the point that the coach loses the dressing room and yeah. you know we can sit here and blame michael mcguire which i think you know he does have to cop a lot of the blunt brunt and i, I won't be disappointed if he does get sackers to be honest losing 38 nil to the bulldogs to end the season is like reason enough to sack craig bellamy you know maybe not but still and and but but it the fact that it's happening every it's a cycle for the tigers ever since tim sheens yeah, left the club
0: it doesn't seem a, i mean at the end of 3 years it, it's
1: the back office it's 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 the back office and it's the culture of the club is full of infighting and it's been a club that's had infighting from day 1 between west magpies and balmain tigers and this whole thing and now it's been run mostly by wests and they're trying to you know there's this whole it's just losing its identity and I feel yeah, like... Yeah,
0: lots of power battles going on and it's not good for the club at the end of the day.
1: No, no, and it's a club that just doesn't know who it is at the moment. So, you know, I think... Yeah. that's a shame. It's I a, think, it's, you know, there, yeah, it's the a bit salary of
0: a, cap's clearly out of whack. Lots of, you know, deals done on players' big money and it's, it's not one or two that are holding you back. It's, you know, almost 10 over the last five years. You look mm. at situations like Josh Reynolds going back, he went off to where the Super League, yeah. and you're still paying their money. Um, You've got Moses in by the same things happening. Packer, I think, is retired. But, you know, the, these decisions aren't made by one singular person that you can blame. No. It, this is a lot of people in the back, back room, as you say. Absolutely, and it's people um, that have
1: been there. It's people that have been there throughout, and that's the consistent thing. So I think, you know, Madge has had his own troubles, but Cleary had to deal with these same things, and Potter had yeah. to deal... And, uh, Jason Taylor had to deal with all of it. And these people have still been there and people say sack the coach, but then it's also like, well, are you going to also, you, you've got to get rid of <laughs> Luke Brooks, you've got to get rid of Michael Maguire, you got to get rid of the CEO, Justin Pascoe, you've got to get rid of, you know, so, a list of people. It needs a clean out. It does need, and I feel like there have been multiple times where the Tigers have come out and said we're doing a clean out and they have released a few players and they've changed coach, but it's not actually a proper clean out the same toxic influences are still there. Yeah. So anyway, that's the Tigers. Oh, it's... Just
0: before we wrap it up, I, I want to stick on the coach. Assuming that um, Madge is gone, you know, it'd be hard to see him stay on, although I think it's not necessarily the worst idea because I think he's probably the best coach. If you take out the history with the club that he's got mm. with the playing group, who who would you like to
1: to see come in, to see for that come role. in for Madge. Uh, yeah, there's two options that come to mind, and both have cons about them. Um, one is Shane Flanagan. He's off, he's off contract. He's I yeah. think he's a proven, fantastic coach. He gets the best a yeah, premiership play. winner, he's a premiership winner, and it, you know, as much as he got banned, I don't think it's it was hugely his fault. It felt like more of a stuff up by Cronulla. Uh, than any the club and then anything. Yeah,
0: that, that was cultural and driven. Yeah, by a and I felt people, like he
1: he copped the brunt of it. Um, so you know, there's that negative sort of perception that c- could be harming, but overall, I think the pros yeah. outweigh the cons with Flanagan. Um, and the other option, I mean, this is a bit out of the ballpark. Is uh, actually, there's a couple options. There's Tim Sheens, who was the 05 Premiership winner. He's coming back to the club anyway as the head of football. So it looks like he's kind of hung up the boots in terms of being a hands-on head coach. But, you know, it would be a homecoming. was a chance. Tigers love a homecoming. When Benji came back, when Robbie (laughs) came back, it was, you know, huge. So that's one. And then the other one (laughs) is Wayne Bennett. He's without a club next year. I don't think the Tigers are going to be... I think
0: he's going up to Brisbane, mate. Yeah, I think so. I agree.
1: I agree. I'm just saying he's another coach that's off contract. But he also tends to leave clubs in a worse position than he arrived in, Wayne Bennett, as much as a great coach yeah, he is. I think he, you know, t- he turns them into a great side while he's with them, but, like, Newcastle, the Broncos, the moment he leaves, yeah. it, it's he doesn't set them up for the future. He sets them up for while he's there. Anyway. That's right. Um, so out of those options, I'd be looking at Shane Flanagan. Um, yeah. You know, but, yeah, once again, it's hard to say. It's a wait right
0: and say it's going to be a long long pre-season or off-season yeah. I suppose for yeah. you guys, but
1: I do I agree my personal opinion is that Madge does have to go because the fact is he's lost the dressing room, but yeah. If Madge is the only person to go, I'll be very disappointed because yeah, there are 100%. senior players, there are the whole like so much of the back room needs to go as well, if not first. So that's my take. Anyway, this I'm is the. With you there. This, we, let's. It was such a negative note to start this episode. <laughs> we <laughs> should. We should be celebrating the fact that this the season. Sixteen teams have competed, and an eight have proved better than the rest and have finished higher than the rest. And it's going to be a really interesting week of finals next week. Hundred um, percent. You know, uh, Manly taking on the old rivals, the Storm.
0: I'm so pumped for this game. I think this is going to be, I mean, game of the season so far, certainly for the Manly fans. Um, And Storm proved such a tough opposition. No matter where you play them, you know, what side they put out there, they're always a good contest. I think Manly had their measure if it wasn't for a few errors and sloppiness towards the back end of the second half. Mm. Um, the last time that we played. But I think we have a formula to beat them. Um, and I just, I just think you learn so much even by losing to them. If you beat them, it's a massive pro you know, in the, in the mm. confidence column. Um, but if you lose, when you lose to the minor premiers, who are probably going to be in the grand final anyway, you get another crack given that we've got that top four spot, which is really important. Uh, and you, 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 know, you sharpen up playing against them. There's no doubt that they demand your best footy. So yeah I'm I'm very excited um, about this this Friday, uh, but there are a number of other games across the weekend too that, yes you know could prove very interesting uh just to touch on the other top four game Panthers Rabidos, I really only see this going one way. What about you?
1: Yeah uh Panthers look full strength they've bolstered by all the returns Nathan Cleary has won 36 out of his last 38. Games of NRL, um, so he's he. I think he's he's like a Tom Trebouevich type figure to the Panthers. They win, yeah. they win when he's in the team. Basically, um, I don't
0: think he's lost a game this year. No, he this hasn't. He's the la- the like last the
1: last game of any rugby league football he lost was the grand final last year because he won yeah, both wow. state of origin games he played this year. Yeah. So yeah, um, and uh, honestly, I think Panthers could. Would go all the way this year. They're, they're looking strong. They had that dip that they kind of needed. Um, and now they're ready to just power on whether they're up against. I
0: think so. I think Penrith are. I would say Penrith are more likely. If I had to tip the ground final now, I'd say Penrith would win it. Because mm. I think that they play a style of footy. Whereas if Nathan is out there controlling the game, it's very, very hard to throw him off and get under their skin. And um, sort of get them to play away from their game plan. Yeah. Whereas the Storm, they do what they do so so well. But if you get you know them to go off kilter just a little bit, they I think they drop off a lot more than the Panthers do mm. if they're you know both playing their top footy. If yeah. that makes sense,
1: no, hundred um, percent. And then if we look at the the, the bottom four of the top eight. Um, Roosters V Titans, I think has genuinely more interest in it than, than the betting odds suggest.
0: Totally. I cannot pick this bottom four. I think they're all got, you know, massive, um, you know, massive reasons why they can all win and obviously massive reasons why they can all lose. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, ex- I yeah.
0: Really we would think it could go either way. The Roosters, you know, the yeah. the roosters are the gone. roosters.
1: You know what I mean? They're the roosters. That's the thing they've got going for them. They're the roosters. They win. They're a yeah. winning club. But you look at the players that they're missing and you look at the people, you know, filling in the spots and the lack of star power that they would they would otherwise have. And then you look at the Titans who are kind of rolling with momentum coming off their big win against the Warriors. Um my big concern for the Titans is a potential false sense of confidence. Uh you beat yeah. it you beat you beat a team like the Warriors massively and you start thinking you can break through any defense and you start forgetting that it was the Warriors um and it's gonna be much they're gonna have to be much more creative in attack and much stronger in defence against the Roosters.
0: Yeah, totally. I think that the Oh uh, yeah, as, as you said the the Roosters are gonna just struggle because of the team that they're putting out there. Um mm. I think the Titans will struggle because they, I think their halves and their spine in general is still uh, uh, it's tough to see them steering them through a close game. You yeah. know, their star power is in their forward pack, pretty much.
1: Oh, 100%. And, a great forward it, pack.
0: It can definitely set them up for success. But, you know, you get an injury or you just have to do a lot of defending in the first half hour and they lose a lot of energy um, through the middle, then I'm not sure they've got the halves to, you know, control the game, win the field position battle and see the game out, especially if it's close. But mm. I could I could see the Titans, you know, rolling over them, getting a couple of tries up in the first 20 minutes and then steamrolling through. And likewise, I can see, you know, the, the Roosters um, just not letting them get a chance and doing what the Roosters do and win, winning that match.
1: Yeah. And the <sighs> Eels v Knights is a really interesting one um, because, well, the Knights have some, this sort of momentum, but a lot of it feels just... I just can't pick it, this Eels v Knights game, to be honest. The Eels kind of came back into some sort of form right at the end, which should... Yeah,
0: I you, what, what's bizarre about the Eels is the last game that most of their players played in terms of their spine and their starting back rowers and pretty much their forward pack was that Storm game, and they, they knocked off the Storm. Mm. They then rested a whole bunch of them, which I have no understanding of why. I don't know if you've got any insight into what the logic's there, but I just think you've got the momentum. Keep going with it. Mm. Surely, do you need the rest? If you were going to rest them, why didn't you rest them like three weeks before finals when you yeah. were losing six games in a row? I don't necessarily think that the rest is beneficial and I think they might struggle because of
1: that but yeah I agree with momentum um, I agree with momentum I wonder if we'd still be making that argument if Mitch Moses had played and then did an ACL or something in round 26 well, he, when they were yeah, guaranteed could have done six. That
0: against the storm he could know. have, but
1: yeah yeah well, I just
0: think if you're worried about players getting injured, they shouldn't be playing footy every week. You know, you should be resting <laughs> them one like every other week. I don't understand this yeah. idea of resting them the week before finals when you need those combinations flowing. That's it's true. The, the idea is that a rest is really good for their recovery and stuff. Surely you can pick, you know, your weakest match in the run home. They knew they were in the top eight. They knew that they weren't going to make that top four. They were they were unlikely when they lost that. Um, they lost that form. I guess the storms turned it around, they were in with a chance in the final week. But they're like six games in a row where they were just losing and he made no changes. And then mm. last game of the round comes or last game of the season comes in and he makes all these mass changes or just I don't know. Um yeah, well, I, yeah I can't pick this. It could, it could go either way.
1: I think it could, yeah. The Knights are definitely ready to upset the eels, I get the sense. Um it's just about yeah, I don't I don't know. Flip a coin. Um, <laughs> flip a coin. Um well, I mean, it's gonna be a bloody exciting first week of finals. I just there were a oh, couple
0: hundred
1: There were a couple points that I did wanna quickly mention about last week of footy. Yeah, let's do it. Because it's it must be mentioned that Ruben Garrick is now another record breaker. He broke Hasmell Masri's broke broke Masri's record of Most points in a regular season. Um, He's the first ever player to get plus three hundred in a regular season, Um, and he joins
0: until the bulldogs thrashing of the tigers. He had scored more points than the bulldogs combined.
1: Unfortunately for yeah, we we really let you let Ruben Garrick down.
0: (laughs) Ruben Garrick down sail past him.
1: Jason Saab is the new fastest man on the planet. He's those he chased down two. Like, he chased down Hamasso, Tabuifado, yeah. albeit couldn't end up making the tackle in the end because of a good fend from the hammer. But with ease, like, he came from out of shot and then just – and he doesn't even look like he's going his fastest. Like, he looks no, like he's he just is. Taking, I think
0: he's proven he's on another level in terms of just he's, that straight line speed. I know.
1: He, he's unreal. Um, and Manly would try of the year to end that game. Like, what if – but just really-
0: I was whooping and cheering that <laughs> game right through to the end because yeah, they they once the ball gets rolling with those manly boys, they they are genuinely a team that can just score three tries in five minutes. Yeah, you know they keep getting the ball back and we just shift it well. We've got line breakers in the team and you know those those wingers and just finish off any chance that we get. And obviously we've got players pushing through the middle. Um, just with Jakey Boy getting a double mm. this week um, his, his second and third try of the year. He's always offering those support runners, but he's never the quickest one to <laughs> be there as the first option. Yeah. It's always Tommy or DCE. Yeah. Um, and I was very very happy for Jake to to get it. But Ruben Garrick, I mean, hats off to him. Mm. Exceptional season. Uh, he'll he's in the history books. Not more more to say really.
1: Absolutely. Well, that was all I had to kind of touch on. It was a pretty momentous game for Manly. Oh, actually, one more thing. has nothing to do with anything I just said. But in the Panthers-V-Eels game last weekend, I mean, this kind of comes back. It wouldn't have happened if Brad Arthur hadn't rested all those players. But I don't know if this has ever happened before. It doesn't feel like people, like, mentioned it as much as it could be. But in that game, both the number sevens were the son of the coach. It was... Wow, Brad Arthur's that's son. A,
0: that's a great observation.
1: Yeah, Nathan Cleary, number seven for the Panthers, and um, what's his name? Arthur, Br- uh, Jake Arthur.
0: Jake, Jake Arthur
1: was the was the <laughs> number seven. I think it is Jake Jacob <laughs> Arthur? Yeah, Some, Jacob Arthur. Yeah.
0: There you go. That's the one.
1: Th- number seven for the for the Eels. Um, just that's pretty special. It's Pretty special. It had like, and it's already like the derby of Para V Penrith. Like it felt like yeah. it had the energy of like a high school, like footy game because like <laughs> yeah, with the, the two sons the yeah, line. the dads of the coaches <laughs> like it felt like it just yeah it had that energy so i thought i should just point that out because oh, like I not it, enough yeah. of a big deal was made out of it no anyway no,
0: i they completely bypassed me so well oh, no. done on thank picking you. up on that thank you very, very astute eyes. We'll, we'll need those going into finals. we will pick up on more than most.
1: Um, well, let's let's for the final time this year give a shout out to our fantasy winner.
0: Let's let's do it. Yeah, because the fantasy season has come to an end with the end of the regular season, uh, and this week our winner was Nathan Rubble with a score of one thousand one hundred and thirty-nine. An exceptional score. Um, in you know, super high. Probably Tommy as captain, although I haven't checked that. He got like 150 points or something. Just yeah, Tommy.
1: Himself. Well, no, actually, no. His captain was Nathan Cleary. He's got Tommy at Vice. Wow. Actually...
0: Well, he could have had even, he could have had more, even more. more of a lead. Yeah. Um. But well done. Well done. And
1: who won and our overall? we got to give a shout-out to our overall winner of, of NRL course, Fantasy for the whole season.
0: Uh, this player scored Twenty-four thousand and eighty-seven points. So that's, that's you know nearly
1: what's a the thousand maths, points
0: again? Um, yeah, uh, a thousand points a round. Which Divide is that by twenty-five.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: Um, and this player is Ethan, top top dog. Well exceptional done. work. Our fantasy winner of twenty twenty-one. They talk a good game, you get a shout out. Huge shout is, out, know. big
1: shout out, massive shout out, shout out from the rooftop. <laughs> the biggest. Ethan, top, top dog 4221, you legend, you legend, league. Ethan. <laughs> oh. um, uh, Harvey, no, where did you, we
0: wrap it up where did you come, this? by
1: the way, oh, in the fantasy? Of course,
0: um, I, I finished 12th in our league. That's pretty good. Which I was pretty, pretty happy good. about I was aiming That's for top 10 and couldn't
1: quite. 12th out of 69. It's pretty good. And <laughs> yeah.
0: um, um, what about you Luck?
1: Yeah, 51st. 51st. <laughs> That's good. Not great, not great you for know, me. You were
0: aiming for top 50, weren't
1: you? I was going for I was actually going for top 51, so just got <laughs> there. <laughs> just got there. Uh, yeah, very happy with that.
0: Um, and obviously the tipping goes yeah. on into the finals. Yes, um, keep on so doing your tips. Still more time to climb that ladder. Um, but this week, our top tipster was Men Behaving. Bradley tipped seven out of eight. Nobody with the full marks, but they did manage to get just a margin of two points, <sighs> which is pretty darn close.
1: Pretty great. Um, and congratulations. So, so far, the leader in tipping is Concord Magpies. Um, there's eight, there's nine total matches left in the tipping. So, yeah, and they currently, oh, it's pretty even at the top. Dom Sidoti, fifteen on the same amount of points. So who's wow. gonna, who's going to be? Who's going to be? Nine games left. Um, anyway, that's exciting. Very. It's time for Isaac Clue, Harvey.
0: Oh, I've been waiting it's for t- this all week, <laughs> oh, all week, Are all episode, <laughs> <it's
1: fine laughs> all episode. It's been it's <laughs> taken a long time to get to it this episode, but it's time. And uh, I've got my player. I'm the person doing the clue, giving the clues this week. You're the guesser. Yep. Your first clue is. This player has represented two NRL clubs.
0: Two NRL clubs, right.
1: That's it. Starting vague.
0: Starting vague, but, you know, that already narrows out all the players that have played for one club. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's go for somebody like
1: Kevin Proctor. Mm, interesting. Incorrect.
0: Incorrect. Incorrect. Did he play for the Warriors before the Storm? Uh, Hope not. No, Probably he went straight. straight
1: no, he Storm storm Titans. storm Titans. That's it from Proctor. Yeah, right. So okay. you were on the money. He fit the bill, but no cigar. Yeah.
0: No. Well, I need another clue. So you're gonna have to listen on to the next segment, so <laughs> we can get it. <laughs>
1: And now it's time for the bold, the basic, and the brilliant. woo Episode 30 special. Um, It is, what, the 26th, 25th time that we've done the bold, basic, brilliant segment. Oh, yeah, of course it's the 25th time we've done it. No. Yes.
0: 20, 25, 25 We only started doing it after
1: round one. Yes, there we go. 25th edition of this wonderful, wonderful, beloved segment where we make predictions. Uh review our old predictions and name a player that impressed us the most on the weekend. So this is the final installment of this for the year, by the way, because we're only doing regular season with this. So no new predictions today, just reviewing the old ones.
0: No, we've got to sharpen up our act for final season. So we are any mucking around. No, like B, no, no. B, B, all B.
1: serious after this week <laughs> um, or after next week, because next week, just a little hint. We're gonna do the Tatagaga Awards. Anyway, more Woohoo! about that. Later. I know, more about that later. More about it later. More about that later. Um very excited. So
0: but let's let's review fine yes. our final tips or predictions yes. of the season. Um how did he go? Uh
1: so my basic prediction from last week was that yeah. in the Tigers v Bulldogs game there would be more than 50 points scored. Um and my god the bulldogs did their best to help me get that right the tigers what the hell um <laughs> defensively they did they did their best to help me get it right but from an attacking perspective really didn't show up so no, nah, got it wrong what about That's your basic prediction from last week
0: I'd penrith to win by 20 up against the eels they put 30 they had a margin of 34 nice. 40 to six. Well done. Um, So can't complain there. And I think this is the first time all year where I've got a clean sweep, basic and bold, two correct tips, because my bold prediction was that the Bulldogs should win by 20. I've tipped (laughs) them so many times throughout this year in the bold section, sometimes even in the basic section, just to get a win, to come close. And finally, Trent, he's pulled it out of the bag, up against the Tigers. You know 38 points. I could have been bolder. I could have been bolder. You
1: know what's really disappointing about all of this? Tigers only had to score 12 points and we would have had four out of four between the two of us because I got oh. my bold prediction right. My, what bold, was it? my bold prediction was that the Gold Coast Titans would make the top eight.
0: Yeah, Raiders excellent, lose, excellent Sharks exciting.
1: lose, Titans win, and it happened. Oh. But then
0: it really is your tigers that are letting us down on the final day
1: again. Once again, <laughs> once again, that's really disappointing. Anyway, um, on a more positive note, yeah, let's move on. Let's let's name our players of the round for the last time this regular season. My God, before, I'm not going to say any of them yet, but. I have there's so many that I feel like I could have given it to. There are four. There are four players. I'll I'll reveal who they were after. But there are four players that I was tossing up between. It could have gone to any of them. Well, it's good
0: because uh, obviously you have to pick a backup this week. Pick the same player. Yes, you have lots of options. But yeah, a number of standouts this week. But let's let's get into it and announce.
1: Let's get into it. Three, two, one. Tom. Tom (laughs) Triplevich. Yeah. I, I prepared it for Could it be anybody else? Well, I thought, you know, I thought you would, you know, and the thing is before Manly even played, I had all these other players that were I was tossing up between um, and then Tom comes out and has this unreal performance and I'm like, oh, now I've got to give it to him again. It's just,
0: it just was another level again. Yeah. Again, he it defies all logic. I think he's had something like 57 try involvements or something yeah. this year, tries and tries assists, Yeah, um, in 15 games. In 15 games. That's just short of four tries created or scored just from one player, which means we get 16 points off the bat just by having him on the pitch and then Garrick converts most of them. It's such an unfair advantage, but this <laughs> week, just to sing his praises again, Another yeah. hat trick, one in the dying moments of the game with try of the year, where he didn't do much. It, it, actually, setting that one up, but he did enough. We had um, he got two tries, six six line breaks, nineteen tackle busts, ran for over three hundred meters. Need I say more? Dalieh player in waiting, mm.
1: Tommy yeah. Trebovich. Yeah, if he doesn't, God, if he doesn't win the Dalieh this year, then. The system is officially broken because I can't recall a more dominant year for a player that missed the first four games. Like, unreal. Um, Okay, so I've got to have my second choice now and three players I'm tossing up between are Ryan Pappenhausen, my man. He's back for the storm. Love to see it. Brian Totto was electric on the weekend, scored a hat trick. He's looking so good. Jayden, yeah, he's back to his best. Yeah, and Jaden Campbell for the Gold Coast Titans, who looks like such a prospect. He reminds me of like a young Brett Hodgson from, uh, from the 05 Tigers days. He's just he's <laughs> small. He looks way too small to be on the field, but he, he seems unaffected. He's just got such good footwork and speed. The player I'm going to give it to, and I can't not give it to this player because he's my man, and I'm so happy to be saying his name again <laughs> in the Bold Basic Brilliant segment, it's Ryan Pappenhausen.
0: Oh, well done. Yeah. I'm absolutely. so happy. It'd be great to see him back out. So there. happy Not to see Not just for like the competition or anything, but yeah. on a personal level, he copped a pretty fair whack yeah. um, with that head knock. And it was scary for a while seeing how long he was on the sidelines for. But to see him back out there and playing top level footy again, like putting in man of the match performances, it's great to see.
1: Yeah. Just quickly, do you think that Nico Hines, um, like he's the big, he's the big, Coaching headache in all of this. Yeah. What number jersey do you see him wearing this week, or do you see 14. him in a jersey? Yeah, fourteen.
0: Yeah. 14, 15. Fourteen, you fifteen. Know, carry Grant or Smith on the bench as well. Um, yeah. With Hines there. Um,
1: yeah. Unless Munster and- doesn't play, which there is rumours that Munster might not be fit. In which case, you got Hines as a ready made number six. It's just such a exactly. such a luxury yeah. for Bellamy to have that player right there.
0: A hundred percent. He doesn't have to dip I, yeah, into Cooper Johns or something. I think, with or I something. think that's with Pappenhausen going, going forward, especially given he's committed to them long-term. Um, yeah, exactly. I just want to echo what you said about uh, Jalen Campbell. He was my backup just mm. in case I needed it, but I knew I didn't. But <laughs> he, he was a stand-up for me. Um, he's got a bit of Pappenhausen about him. That, that, he
1: does. sleep-footed. He's,
0: mm. uh, he's also uh, got, got a know, mullet he's,
1: with, he's, a, with a rat tail. He he's liked, got double whammy. With the
0: ratty as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, He just looks like he can create points out of nowhere. Good under the high ball as well. He's got a long career ahead of him in in first grade. And hopefully it's at the Titans because I like them.
1: Doing (laughs) pretty well. I I do like (laughs) the Titans. I'm sort of cheering for them throughout this final series. Um, That's right. Yeah.
0: And thank God they made it to the finals. Just a a bit of a sidetrack. Given that most of these games are going to be played up in Queensland, it would have been... A disaster for them if yeah. they had no Queensland team in that's the true. finals run. Oh yeah, if they'll they have massive support. they all finished in the bottom eight, which I mean, was pretty likely. All you Queenslanders
1: know. are going to become a Titans fan this weekend. Well, that's uh, it. The Roosters maybe playing up in North Queensland, but it'll it, hopefully they get a really around the Titans and make it feel like a Titans home game.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because I'd love for to sure. see.
1: I'd love to see the Roosters go out first week of the finals. I'd love to see. Yeah. It. Come on, the <laughs> Titans. Anyway. That's a story for another time. It's time for your second Isaac clue, Harvey.
0: Excellent, excellent. So recap for me. Recap. So the first first clue
1: (laughs) was that the player has represented two NRL clubs. You guessed Kevin Proctor. It was wrong. The second clue is that both of the two clubs that this player has represented have red as one of their major colours.
0: Red major colour. Uh, red is their major color. Red is their, their one of their. Yeah, there are a number of clubs with red. That's what I'm trying to narrow it down to. Who's moved between them? Well, you no, know what? Nothing is jumping into my head. Mm. So,
1: what clubs? What clubs are coming to your head when red? When I say red,
0: dragons. They certainly uh, have red Bruce's, as a color.
1: Yes, they do as well.
0: Rabados but isn't it like Myrtle or something? But I don't know if you're going to get into the Okay, I'll say for that. the
1: sake of this, I'm considering <laughs> red to be a major colour at the Rabados as well.
0: Okay. Um, oh, Latrell Mitchell.
1: Interesting guess. It's wrong, but interesting guess, and it fits sort the criteria. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good.
0: A pretty high-profile player move between those two. Yeah. Both got red. It's not, not Myrtle, although the Rabados fans might <laughs> rip us to
1: shreds for that. <laughs> They're like, Mate, it's Myrtle. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I think we'll be forgiven.
0: Welcome to the form team for the final five rounds of the regular season. There are lots of standout players, as evidenced by the number of options we had by player of the round in our brilliant. Section, um, lots mm. of standouts, and we're going to have a tough job of narrowing it down before we real crack on into the you know the meat of the podcast. Then what's to come? But yes. let's let's steamroll through this because yeah. there are some positions that pick themselves. For instance, fullback Tom Trebojevic. If you would like to protest, now's your chance. But you're going um, to have to come up with a decent
1: argument. Well. I'm going to approach this the same way that the New South Wales Blues approach their selection panel. Um, it's, I, I think that James Tedesco has been really good over the last five rounds. He's been in the best form of the season so far for himself and over the last five rounds and I would potentially put Tom in the centres for the form team.
0: As long as
1: Thoughts? he's there. Look, I'm,
0: I'm happy to think oh, that Tom is there. We want our best we want our best 13 out there, don't we? Yeah. I agree. Teddy <laughs> has been exceptional. Mm. Um, so I'm happy. I'm happy. Let's start there. Teddy at back at fullback with cool. Tommy in one of those centre spots. Cool. Yeah.
1: Yep, I'm happy with that. Um, well, I feel like okay. you threw in Tom, then I threw in Teddy, so I think it's your turn again to to name someone.
0: Well, I think Nathan Cleary has proven again that yep. he's the best halfback in the comp, um since he's come back in. I'm with so, you. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I don't. I don't want anybody else in that seven jersey. Teddy Turbo and
1: Cleary. That's one, two, and three right there in the um. That's right. In, in the NRL at the moment. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, now I get to name someone, which is very exciting. Yeah. I would like to give one of the wing spots to Brian To'o.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Hundred percent. He's only played, he's, played two or three damaging best.
1: Yeah, he's only played two or three games in this period, but he was electric in both. Um Yeah, he,
0: his his impact is off the charts from from an edge. Yeah. Like he, he comes in, he does so much hard work. He makes consistently in the you know, leading the the meters game chart. Um and he knows how to finish. So yeah, hundred percent he's gotta be there. I think you've got to put Reuven Garrick on the other wing.
1: I agree. For, I have for got... his
0: points tally, like,
1: yep. it's it's just too good to ignore. I agree. He's in. Well,
0: he has been a very diplomatic and, you know, agreeable <laughs> form team so far. That's
1: far, yes. I, oh, I, 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 worried. <laughs> I worried when you were like, Tom, fullback, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs>
0: well, he is a fullback, and he is the game's best fullback, but in the context of picking the best form team... I admit he has to be shifted around to wherever seats, but I'm that with you. just speaks to his talent, you know. Yeah. You put him in the front row, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever you want to believe. Um, <laughs>
0: okay. Who Who else stands out to you?
1: I'm to partner Tom in the centres. I know we're filling out the backs first here, but I I feel it's deserved. Um, partnering Tom in the centres, I would suggest Matt Burton.
0: Okay, interesting. He's obviously been class this year.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to give a shout out to this is again, player out of position, but has covered a lot of spots in the back line. Jordan Rapana. Oh, he's yeah. been so good for the Raiders down there. He's he has been a fullback on the wing. Um, and he's played center before.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're at one of those road bumps We're we just talked a- about avoiding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, it's 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 a genuine toss-up. Like I'm not necessarily here arguing. What for about Burton. Burton
0: at six? Yeah,
1: but Have there's, you a, got there's a standout there's a, Six, there's a, there's because better.
0: my standout six is Jake Averillo oh. and he's not in the form team oh. of the year of the,
1: of the last five rounds. No, he lost most of his matches of the last. I scored a double against the Tigers. Anyone can score a double against the Tigers. <laughs> um, well, who's I, your six? My six because is, I, I could be
0: convinced that Cody Walker. Yeah, Are you kidding? I thought about okay.
1: him. Yeah. <laughs> I think for sure
0: he's the yeah.
1: man.
0: I'm not, I'm not going to put up too much of a fight. I'm not. I'm not.
1: Okay, we'll, um, come, we'll come back to that centre spot of Burton Rapano. He,
0: here's one that you will like.
1: Yeah.
0: Utuakamane in the front row. Wow. He's, he's put the Tigers on his back and, you know, he's scoring tries. He's making great runs. Defensively, he looks
1: strong. He is? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that.
0: <laughs> I don't think we've had a Tigers player in the form team across no. the season. He's have the, we? He'll
1: be the first. He'll be the first. Wow. Did
0: you have any other strong front rowers that, that you like the look of?
1: Um, I don't know if this is just me thinking with my heart, but Mark Nichols is someone that I'm really liking and could be because he's, he's been good. Scored a double he uh, two weeks ago. He captained South Sydney last week. Yeah, right.
0: criminally underrated. Uh, you know, he's great down at the Storm and he he's one cool. of those players that left that system and has gone on to, you know, maintain if not improve his standards. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy for Nichols to be in that he's side. He's in.
1: It's Utoikamanu Kamanu and Mark Nichols. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that this is where we'd be? <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought this is the timeline we're living in? Um, I
0: don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> um All right. Hooker? Well, do you want to... Yeah, who have you got at
0: hooker? Brandon Smith. Fair. I, See, I still think he's feel, the best rake in the comp.
1: Now I feel like we're the two, like, lobes of Craig Bellamy's brain because I've got Harry Grant.
0: <laughs> Why? Brandon is far better. You Not may, far better. You, a may, little bit better.
1: Who's Who's been in the better form, Harvey, is the question well, that I Brandon, pose to you.
0: Brandon's still scoring tries.
1: Harry Grant's playing very well from the 14 jersey but getting as much game time.
0: I just think well, I think Brandon said, I do.
1: Yeah. You seem Can we pretty adamant. It again? <laughs> okay, we'll ignore that. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. So we've got Burden and Rapina fighting it out for the number 4 jersey. We've yeah. got we've got Grant and Smith as usual batting, battling it out for the 9 jersey. Um
0: Maybe we just rule all four of them out if they agree on someone else. <laughs> can, it, yeah. them out.
1: can I suggest to you a second rower?
0: You can, of course.
1: Josh Curran from the New Zealand Warriors.
0: Interesting. Yeah, no. So it's good when a player or a position is two spots because we can kind of take one each from yeah. our
1: picks. <laughs> that's true. And
0: even in centre, but that's your fault for moving Tommy into the centres. Uh, as, um, as
1: I recall, it Tommy's your pick, so... So it looks At like No, yeah. Oh. It's
0: all about compromise. So you're going to leave James to out of the team? No, he can move to the wing. <laughs> oh,
1: no way. Um uh, back
0: to Josh Curran. I, I think he's in. I okay. like him. Okay. He's, well, he's you a know class what? player.
1: On based on what you just said, you give me a second rower and it oh, it'll be very hard for me to to turn it away. So who who have you got?
0: out. I think he's the best second rower in the comp.
1: He's in. He's in.
0: He's in. Really <laughs> argument made. He's
1: in. Is it you gave me current
0: debating society with that one? <laughs> all <right.
1: laughs> so all it leaves us with, apart from our couple of headaches, is a lock. Uh yes. maybe on three we both say who we've got. Hopefully it lines up. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one, Cameron Isaiah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah. Uh not Yeah, up. yo. Was that what you said? i I'm, I'm just saying I'm just tossing it up <laughs> in my brain, you know what I mean? tossing it up, because uh, I think Cameron Murray has also been very good for South Sydney. That's all I'll say. Um, but then again, they're both the two probably the best locks in the con- competition, and both are so consistent, so it's really hard to just pick one, isn't it?
0: It is. It, it's uh, tricky. We can't create a bench for this, can we? Because no, then we could just...
1: no way. Otherwise, we just end up with, like, a <laughs> squad of 30. <laughs> a
0: squad of 30 for the, round, the past five rounds. Oh, I just think... Mm. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it is hard to split between them. But I just think Isaiah Yo's, uh, along with Cleary, it gives so yeah. much value to that side. But I know you can just say the same thing about Cam Murray. Say like, the same thing. It, what he does for that Rabbitohs team is, um, you know, equally mm. as good as what Yo does. Yeah. But I think as a, if we go, I know we've played players out of position in the past and in this team, but Yo as a out-and-out out lock, I think he's better. Murray is an out-and-out out footballer, I think he's better. You know what? Murray you've, spends you've time me. on the edge. Yeah, let's in...
1: let's put Yo in there. Let's put Yo in there. Let's do it. I like it. I like oh, it. I've won one of these you've three. Won one of these three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to win at least one of them. Um, <laughs> okay. And it feels well, like
0: who, who would you rather then? Grant or Burton in the side? Then I'll take the other one.
1: I'd probably into one. I'd <laughs> Um Yeah, yeah. what do you what is this deal you're making? <laughs> I could have both and it would still be fine. Um no. Uh oh so basically it's not really well, a...
0: I okay, I can, well, I'm happy to give you Burton because you he's been playing better at centre than Rapana has. Rapana's just had a good run of games yeah. in the back line.
1: Yeah. But All right, Brandon Smith yeah, we'll gets keep.
0: picked regularly. It, it it might be tactical reasons behind it, but he gets picked regularly. He plays big minutes. He plays, you know, his first choice for Craig Bellamy to mm. start the game at hookup.
1: Mm. You know what, Harvey? Uh, and, you know what? You've got me. Brand Smith's in. But Jordan Rapana? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Matt Burton is in. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got Isaiah Yo, so, okay... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy.
1: Okay.
0: Even though Tommy's in the centres, I'm happy.
1: Look, you got a winger, I got a winger. You got a centre, I got a centre. You got a second rower, I got a second rower. You got a prop, I got a prop. We're loving it. You got a half, I got a half. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. It's been a very diplomatic It's a great form team. Great form team. Go check it out on the Insta. It'll be out. It's time for the Isaac Clue to end the segment. Um, it's the I'm th-
0: looking forward to this. It's
1: the third one. Uh, I started by saying that the players played for two clubs. You said Kevin Proctor. Yeah. I said both those clubs have red as a major colour. You said Latrell Mitchell. Great guess, but wrong. Um, now I'm about to blow your mind. This, player, this is what's mm. going to set this player apart from Latrell and Kevin Proctor.
0: Okay, this is good.
1: This player has played a grand total of eight Games of first grade.
0: You expect me to know who they are?
1: Oh, you know eight who they are. games. You know who they are?
0: Eight games. They play for two clubs. Yes. Both with red in their uh, club colours. Yes. Eight eight games. Yes. Like in between seven and nine.
1: Eight. Eight.
0: <sighs> Who's at the start of the red? Red. Eight games?
1: Eight games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might just not have a guess.
1: Oh, have got to have a guess. Sorry, sorry this,
0: no, I will, but like, I might, it might just be a, a guess that I know is wrong because I can't think of anybody who's played only eight games, like apart from the standout rookies this year, and none of them, none of them have got red... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I'll admit I'll admit for. it's tough, but you know this player. That's all I'll say. Eight
0: games. Eight say. games.
1: You can have a, you can have a just a forfeit guess if you want, but is that really I'm in the spirit? Is that really in the spirit of the Isaac Clue?
0: I really need to like I'm thinking one of like the, the dragons, like young players that they've played over the last few rounds since Barbecue Gate. But who who's moved from a from another red club?
1: All I'll say is you know this player. That's all I'll say, That's all I'll say, <laughs> you know. Oh.
0: Him. Okay. Um. I don't know. I'm going to go for, what's that? That rooster's winger? I don't know how far into his career he is.
1: (laughs) Which rooster's winger?
0: Um, I don't know. He's not played. No, no. I was thinking Brad Abbey, but I think he's played for the Raiders or someone beforehand that's not not red. Eight games, you've thrown me. You, it's funny how a clue like that, which really narrows it down, you should Completely make,
1: throws you crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah. I feel further away from making a good guess. Okay, <laughs> we well just
1: whatever, just I don't know. Go go with someone, anyone, anyone. Doesn't matter. Eight games. Doesn't matter. Well,
0: I'm gonna say Sam Walker. He's played more than eight games. Well, he's my guess,
1: and he's only but represented. He's, are you one
0: club? the Are you counting Maroon as red? No. Okay, well, it's wrong anyway, but that's that's the closest I'm going to get until I have another segment. to think.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sam Walker's wrong, uh, and we move on. Well, the exciting thing about finals is we get to look forward to some great footy, and also we get to say goodbye to some really mediocre footy that's been around for the whole <laughs> for the whole year. Some dragging
0: the NRL down, dragging
1: down the standard teams like the West Tigers. Ugh, teams like the. Cowboys, oh, dragons, oh, horrible, horrible teams, abominations. Um, and even though Cronulla only missed out on for and against, they are an abomination as well because they didn't make finals. Now, for the final time this year, as we say goodbye to these teams, we've got to celebrate them one last time, celebrate the mediocrity that they gave to this game. <laughs> and <laughs> we're going to do that through a coach wars. Um, oh, woohoo. What we've noticed is of the eight clubs that finish in the bottom eight, four of them are based in Sydney, four of them are based outside of Sydney. Um, So one of us will coach a team selected from players who play for the Sydney-based clubs, and one will coach a team of players from the non-Sydney clubs. Um, And so, yeah, that's pretty much how it's going to run. Yeah, you've nailed it. Great intro. Quite excited for this one, Harvey? 100%
0: 100% there. Yeah. I mean, we've got to have kind a of tally somewhere of our coach wars, but it feels pretty close. It over, is pretty close. I think season.
1: it is quite close. I think it is quite so close. This
0: could be a very meaningful result, and I love a coach wars. I love picking players based on random criteria.
1: Yeah. This, nothing's more random than this. this one. Yeah. And I feel like recently our coach wars have just featured the same players, your Nathan Cleary's, your Tom is your James Sidesco's. I'm the good the, players, I'm the good players, the players who, <laughs> the players who can look themselves in the mirror and sleep well at night, um, unlike these ones who are obviously earning way too much and deserve to, um, not ever touch a footy again. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no. Well, well said. Well yes, said. Yes. Yeah. Come uh, on. Stick with, the boot in. You, let, let's get let's get into
0: our name of Oregon. Name so of Oregon. We can decide to decide who is going to pick from the Sydney clubs and who's going to get. The other
1: clubs. That's right. I'm pretty sure Not you're. It. I'm pretty sure you're the reigning champion of of coach wars, so you can go first.
0: All right. Well, I'm just going to get straight into it. I'm going to throw a name your way. Here we go. You're gonna... Give it
1: to me. Kafusi. Isaiah. <laughs> Olam. Monta- Montoya. Aiken. Nikure. Alan. Nakure ends with an e. Oh,
0: um, okay.
1: <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him.
0: <laughs> I thought I was reaching for Alan.
1: <laughs> Nakure ends with an e. Um, your phew. choice. Phew. Inside of Sydney versus outside of Sydney. Um, <laughs> as much as it pains me, I'm gonna
0: me. say I think there's a clear option here.
1: Yeah, looking at it now, I think there is as well. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, there is. I'm taking the out of Sydney team.
0: That's what I would have done as yeah, well.
1: Yeah, because I, <laughs> I think the Raiders, Warriors, Broncos and Cowboys have more, more individual superstars than the Roughly. Sharks, Dragons, Tigers and Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, got my work cut out for me. You got your work me. cut out for me? Well, for you? <laughs> <laughs> my work cut out for you. Let, let, let's cut this. Let's um, cut it and let's um, go pick our teams. With our Coach Wars picked teams.
1: Phenomenal idea. And we're back. Here we are. Hello. Uh, Teams are picked just like that in the blink of an eye for you (laughs) at home. Just like that. Wow. The magic of the podcast medium is truly astounding. But before we get into that, and there is a lot to get into on that subject, let's name our teams. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's
0: do that. Uh, You have got the outside of Sydney players or clubs in the bottom eight. I have... The Sydney-based ones? Yes. So how do you want to do this? Top to bottom?
1: Top to bottom. Let's go fullbacks. I've got Reese Walsh. How about you? Dane Lorry. That's pretty good. Oh, you do have a Tigers yeah, player. I was rookies. worried I was worried you wouldn't have a single Tigers player. <laughs> I'm happy to hear no, his I've name. I've
0: got him. Yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah, two rookies. Yeah, well, I guess that's why they're outside the top eight because, because they're not very good. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just going you know, to stop kicking that boot in. Not, very, not very growing. exciting.
0: Players, you know, the egos are fragile. you yes. to Be careful what you say about them in the public space.
1: That's true, and they are listening to the podcast because they're under the age of twenty-four, which means that podcasts huge. They're modern, modern. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> they don't listen to the radio. Um, uh, yeah, exciting. Wingers. wingers. Go. I've got Xavier Coates, the state of origin representative, and good. Um, Jordan Rapana. The... Oh,
0: who has been playing so bad, you can't have him <laughs> in the form team. <laughs> look at who now. Look at you now.
1: I'm sorry. Um, he was my player of the round last week, so okay, yeah, three, three. i just say that much. Um, who you got?
0: I've got uh, one of your fan favourites, Nofaluma oh, on the wing. Look at this. Two from two. Basically the point. West Tigers, and your then, team. who would have been an origin player if it wasn't for the bloody rules, oh,
1: The bloody rules getting in the way Why again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's a class act On yeah. the edge
1: well done. Good for the Sharks I like it um, Centres Why don't you go first this time Three from four Adam Dewey He's playing in the centres for me Wow yeah. Look
0: at that Look at all your tigers I am yeah, definitely I've got, beating I've you got tiger stripes
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the other centre is Zach Lomax Because oh, yeah, he's good. class He'll be an origin uh, centre one day Maybe,
1: yep. maybe something even better. Maybe something even better. Maybe he'll be at the Tigers one day as well. Oh, that's better. No. <laughs> there were rumours about it anyway. That's probably mm-hmm. not going to happen though. Um, cool. I've got Katoni Staggs who admittedly didn't see much of this year, but he is a contracted Brisbane Broncos player and therefore yep. he's eligible for my team. Um, and I've got the Hammer the Hamaso, Tabua, Fido. Mm, what a good pick. great strike. He looks good.
0: Carry. Although he, he looks less good being chased down by Saab.
1: Yeah, but what about um, the Fend? doesn't matter how fast they are yeah, if they true. can't even that's tackle true. you. Yeah. Got him. Um,
0: um, what about your halves? What do they look like?
1: Yeah, the halves are probably my weakest part of this team. And I think it's quite telling. You know, you can have all the all the speed and all the size you want but if your halves aren't the next aren't, factor if your halves aren't firing they're not going to win you the games that you need to get into finals so i've got jack whiten at 58 who you know raining dalian yeah, yeah fair and it doesn't
0: mean much nowadays but my 7 is
1: my 7 is albert kelly um okay yeah i thought he he edged out a couple of contenders in Avarillo and um who else did he edge out uh not really. Ash Taylor, I suppose. Scott Drinkwater. Ash Taylor. Damn. Ash Taylor's in the top eight, Harvey. Oh,
0: of course.
1: The Titans are in the... Who
0: did you say? Albert Kelly.
1: Albert Kelly. Kelly.
0: I totally thought Jamal Fogarty, and I don't know why. No. That's, no. that's the confusion there. No. Um, My halves are Ben Hunt in the seven jersey. Yeah, nice. And Sean Johnson, who's yeah. still at the Sharks technically this year. Um. So I I reckon they have your halves covered. I'm happy with that. Pretty
1: good. Pretty good. Um, Okay. Well, let's move. Let's round out the spine before we get into the big boys. Number nine. Yeah. I've got Josh Hodgson.
0: Good pick. Yeah. Good pick.
1: Thank you. Most Um, of my team is just the Canberra Raiders because – the fact is, they with the squad they had this year, they should have been in the top eight. Um, yeah, so you're right. Based I on mean, just individual, they color. were
0: in our two picks for you know top four at like least. They were in the everyone's top
1: four. Everyone had him in the top four. All the, the you're right experts, the commentators, etc. Yeah,
0: you could have had George Williams. He was pretty good before he left.
1: And yeah, he had... I thought I thought about George Williams. I decided not to include him just because I thought he's not really at the club anymore. You know. He didn't finish okay. the year at the club anyway. Who's um, your number nine?
0: I've got Blake Brayley and there oh. is, is my hooker.
1: Yeah, young, young
0: gun. options were very slim. I mean, McCulloch's not going to make it. It's all about McKinnis, but I don't even think he played for the Dragons. I guess he's going to the Sharks, so he could have been. But I'll, I'll take Blake. No. Um, I don't even know who plays hooker for the Bulldogs anymore. And yeah. <laughs> who's it? Lidl you've got?
1: No thanks, Jake Little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd take Blake Brayley over over Little as well. Dogs. What's the uh, front row like? Uh, my front row is gun. I'll say that much. Payne Haas, Josh from Piley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, this is where I'm. I'm quite worried. Um, I feel the walls Ushurukamane tremble Ushurukamane just saying to, those names.
1: To, Sorry,
0: <laughs> that's where I missed that. I've got Uchoikamanu, the um, Tigers' boy.
1: Very good. He makes most
0: there. of my sides in the back end of this year. He's really impressed yeah, me. He has. And Toby Rudolph, Ooh. one of the best characters in the game.
1: He's playing the front row. Nice.
0: He is. Yeah. That's right. When, that's, when you hear my lock, it'll make more sense.
1: Oh, um, okay.
0: But my, my second you, row before we get there okay. is Tarek Sims and Luciano Lua.
1: Oh, that's pretty so good. I'm
0: very happy with that.
1: I'm, look how many Tigers players you've had to include in this team. Wow. Had to. Had to Keyword. is correct. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking absolute smack about them this episode. <laughs> they deserve it. Um, you've got me in the second row, I reckon. My second row is uh, Elliot Whitehead, you know, Great solid, but, you know, and Josh Curran, who is a yeah. contender for our most improved this year, but still, you know, he's no Luciano. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's
0: no Lucy, no, that's right. Uh, um, Locks.
1: Should I go first so that your suspense yeah, can finally finish us off? Because you've got us real excited about that number thirteen. Ooh. I can't wait to see who it is. <laughs> um, I've got Jason Tamalolo as my thirteen.
0: Yeah, clear pick. I yep. mean Tamalolo, Papali, and House all in that middle. You know, very happy. Of, of very them.
1: happy with my middle four. It's uh,
0: so dangerous. And um, who
1: is your thirteen?
0: My thirteen Rudolph had to move into the front row because I've got Jack Bird there. I think he's he's a lock of the future. Versatile player, <laughs> likes to get um, the ball in his hands, good running game. Yeah. He's not going to be stuck out in the centres for very long. He could move to fullback. He could move into the halves. I see him as a lock. Um, yeah. So that's where I went.
1: Cool. Yeah, all right. That'll do. <laughs> and, what about uh, your coach? My coach is Ricky Stewart, no question about it. Um, he was up against Kevin Walters, Todd Payton and uh, Nathan Brown. So could have gone Payton, but Ricky Stewart.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can pass up Ricky in in that bunch. Yeah. Um, I had a tough choice. Madge, obviously, unlikely to see out. the next couple of weeks. Oh, I thought you were saying Madge um,
1: was the person. I <laughs> think like Madge, no, obviously. No, I was he's like, ruled out? John
0: Morris got sacked and replaced by Hane. I don't fancy either of them. Yeah, I would have picked Morris over Hane anyway. But um, I've got I've gone for Trent Barrett. Even yeah. though I've picked no Bulldogs players. Yeah, wow. I actually, think he's had the best coaching year <laughs> wow. in terms of building for the next, and I think he'll prove it in the next. Um, yeah. Twelve months or so when, when he gets that star-studded roster under his belt. But who's mm. the other one I could have put? Oh, Hook. Oh, I'm not gonna take Anthony Griffin. Really, <laughs> sorry. Nothing yeah. personal. I mean, no. I've never met the bloke, but <laughs> <laughs> just does fancy Trent.
1: Yeah, fair, fair enough. He's a former manly coach as well, so you got to stick loyal.
0: Yeah, things in Lentu, but I, I actually I thought it was all right. You know, I thought it was all right, well, just from a fan's point of view. But, you know.
1: You heard it here first. <laughs> Harvey thought he was all right.
0: <laughs> the glowing review, and that's why he is my bottom eight Sydney of origin, first <laughs> Northern Sydney origin team coach.
1: Team coach. Um, cool. Well, to finish this segment, it's time for your fourth Isaac Clue. I feel like.
0: Oh, I really should have been thinking of players all this time.
1: Yeah, you should have, mate. You should have, <laughs> mate. Um, I was saving this clue for last, but I feel like my fourth clue that I had might make you even more confused. So I might, actually get, I might swap them around. Yeah, I'm going to okay, swap them around.
0: yeah. Give me a them. recap. I need a recap.
1: This player has represented two NRL clubs. Both of those clubs have red as a major colour. This player has played eight games of first grade. And now, Harvey, your fourth clue is... Yeah, this player is the son of a former NRL player. That's going to give it away, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Player is the son son, of a former NRL player.
0: player. NRL player.
1: Yeah. Yep. If you're playing at home, I want you to yell right now at who you think it is. Um. Yeah, correct. No, I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's excellent if anybody's nailed it.
1: Yeah, hopefully they've nailed it.
0: Based on how lost I am, I would be very impressed. I'm just going through red clubs. Who's got a son of a famous name? Famous name.
1: Oh, eight games. Eight games of first grade. Two clubs, both with red as a colour. Harvey, I'm going to need an answer.
0: There's a name in my head, but I don't think that. Oh, who is it? I'm not sure what club he played for.
1: Maybe Mark Jack Johns. Army. That is correct. (laughs) Yeah. Well done, Jack Johns. He's played for Souths and Newcastle, both who have red as a major colour excellent um, he's only excellent played, yeah, only eight games my my final clue yeah. was gonna well, my final clue was gonna be that he's the the first name and last name of the player start with the same letter
0: <laughs> i reckon that could have had me more lost <laughs> yeah
1: good thing you got there I, that without just it would
0: have like i wouldn't have been able to think of anyone i couldn't mm. think of anyone in the last one and that would have just narrowed it down to players that i'd Oh
1: yeah, see Jack Johns. He's a player that you knew, despite only having Absolutely. played eight games of first grade. I knew that you, you know him. Yeah. You know we well, know I, we know the Johns boys.
0: If I was going to be dragging on for too long, I think I would have gone for Bailey Siren and then and think he's at the Warriors. But Warriors think, is blue. They, they've got a little bit of red. The,
1: Oh, sorry, red. <laughs> what am I talking about?
0: Yeah, got a red trim, and I think he played yeah. the rabbit eyes beforehand. He did. So,
1: yeah, so that would that would have uh, that would have that would have been a good option actually. Maybe I should have gone with Bailey suit.
0: <laughs> you can't change it now. I've no, got uh, you. You know what?
1: I change it. You're wrong about change. John, <laughs> and then you go. Is it okay. okay. Uh,
0: cool. Great well guy Isaac. Well done, great well.
1: well, we've teased it, but we can officially announce that next week on the podcast, it will be the first inaugural Tatagiga Awards. That's right. The the best, the night of nights of this podcast. It's, you know, you've heard of the Dallie Well, you're soon going to forget about the Dallie Once you (laughs) hear the amazing audio journey, we'll take you on next week. Amazing categories. So many categories, so many nominees, wonderful nominees. Um, We've been talking about them throughout the, Last five weeks, but now we've got four nominees in each category. Let's start going through. You can vote on these during the week. We'll be putting them up. These are going to be the official votes, so make yours count. Harvey, Veteran of the Year is the first category we'll kick off. Who are our nominees?
0: Let's start with veterans. Got to respect the big old guys. Adam Reynolds, Brett Morris, Jared Murray, Hargreaves, and Benji Marshall are our top four.
1: Get voting now. Quick. Yes, and uh, another one, best out-of-position performance for players that played a game or two in a position that is unfamiliar to them. Jake Granville, Joey Manu, Ewan Aitken, and Jordan Rapana. Get voting.
0: Get voting. Well done all round. Get voting. Uh, We're going to move on to our most improved player uh, throughout the season, a number of really close shouts. This is going to be a hard one to tip. But there's Nico Hines to choose from. Justin Olam, Isaiah Papali'i and Adam Dewey. All players who stellar
1: things. come leaps and bounds this year. Um, and speaking of Nico Hines, he's also up for the Tri Celebration of the Year award for his shoey. He's up against Braden Hamlin Ueli with his WWE move, uh, Campbell Graham with his In Betweeners dance, and Ruben Garrick with the How's That?
0: No, oh, what a fun category. Wouldn't get that at the Dallium's.
1: No, you wouldn't really, get that we... at the Dallium's. That's going to be <laughs> the <That's laughs> tag it. awards. You wouldn't get that at the Dallium's.
0: <laughs> you would a not slogan. get an award for the best hair throughout the season either. So mm. this is Josh Papaliti's chance, William Kikau's chance, Pappenhausen's chance, and Morgan Harper, their chance to win some silverware
1: this Awards season. Yeah, but all these individual awards, why can't players win an award together? Well, that's just what's about to happen because we've got ourselves the best combo award and uh, the nominees are Justin Olam and Josh Carr from The Storm, Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell and Alex Johnston from The Rabbitohs, Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai from The Panthers and Tommy Turbo, Ruben Garrick and Jason Saab from The Seagulls.
0: Oh, Great combinations. But you know what's better than a combination? What? Family.
1: That's the greatest combination of all.
0: Rugby league family. Love. And that is joining these four nominees, the Trebojevic family, of course. All three of them. Let's not forget baby Ben coming into the NRL this year. Mm. The Brayleys playing number nine across two different clubs. The Morris boys, stalwarts of the game. And, of course, it is Mr. Cleary and little Mr. Cleary. (laughs) Nathan
1: and Ivan. Exactly, exactly. It's so wonderful to see. But what's even better than a combination or a family? Having a good laugh and being a good, <laughs> being a good character on and off the field. We're talking players who were nominated for the Best Character Award like Brandon Smith, Toby Rudolph, Brian Totter, and Josh Adokar.
0: That's it. That sounds like a lot of really good players in those nominations. But what about the players who we're not going to see anymore? The oh. players of the bottom eight, four to choose from, Payne Haas, Reese Walsh, stellar guy this year, Dewey as well, and Jordan Rapana rounding out that group of nominations.
1: That's right. Um, and those are teams that were on the decline this year. But what about teams that were on the up this year? That's right, the most improved team it's between the Manly Seagulls, the Gold Coast Titans, the Brisbane Broncos, surprisingly enough, and the Newcastle Knights.
0: Everybody says the forwards do the work, but let's praise the backlines for a second. Four backline of the year nominations. The Panthers, Manly, the Rabbitohs, and, of course, the Melbourne Storm.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of speed, a lot of uh, speed to burn, but how, where are they going to run if they don't have the space created by the forward pack? Uh <laughs> Ford Pack of the Year nominees are the Penrith Panthers, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Melbourne Storm, and the Parramatta Eels.
0: That sounds like lots of awards about the footy. But what about the unexpected moments across the year? We've got four nominations for some of the wackiest things that happen this year in the world of rugby league. This includes the Dragons being in the top four after five rounds this year when everybody tipped them for the wooden spoon. Lockie mm. Lewis, Tackling. Cody Walker at halftime. Out of nowhere. Who would have seen that coming? The Eels. They beat the Storm. Who would have thought? Snap their losing streak and snap the Storm's winning streak. Record breakers. (laughs) Unbelievable. And, of course, the only sacking in the year across the NRL, John Morris. Who would have got rid of him? Well, the Sharks did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Those unexpected moments featured a lot of really uh, annoying... Times And you know who else is annoying? The best pest. The, the people that really love to be annoying on the field. We're <laughs> talking about players like Will Chambers, Cameron Munster, Victor Radley, and Adam Dewey. He's, he's nominated again, Adam Dewey. Dewey,
0: he gets all the nominations across many categories, but really there's one category that means more than anything else. It's the future immortal. Mm. There are four standout players here. Nathan Cleary, James Tedesco, Tommy Trebojevic, and the young kid, the rookie,
1: Sam Walker. Who knows what kind of career he'll have. But regardless, what I noticed about those four players is that they, is that, is that, is that they all play in the spine. That's right. You can have big forwards, outside backs, quick, whatever. But unless you've got the players, there willing to get that win for you, organize the game, sort it out. You got nothing. And so, The final category that we're announcing today is the Spine of the Year. You won't see that at the M's. You will not. The Spine of the Year, and who would have thought, wow, just like the theory suggests, the nominees are the top four teams to finish the year, the Melbourne Storm, the Penrith Panthers, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and the Manly Seagulls. Well, Harvey, I personally cannot wait for next week's podcast, the Tatagaga Awards.
0: It's going to be a night to remember, an audiophile (laughs) to make you you fall in love with because who knows what's going to happen. What you can do is get your votes in. Get online, get on the Instagram page, at They Talk A Good Game. Make sure that the players you love and support get their medals.
1: After you vote for a player, make sure you slide into that player's Instagram DMs and message them saying, I just voted for you in the Tatagaga Awards for the category of... For example, best pest. <laughs> you might have done that. You might have They'll done that. They'll love the award. They'll love it. Okay, <laughs> we're going to create hype around these awards. Uh, there won't be a red carpet as you would usually see at the Dali M's, but but uh, I think uh, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it <laughs> for for the prizes that we have in store. Well, that's going to be fun. There's no Isaac clue, so that's it. <laughs> Look forward to that. <laughs>
0: Vote, 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 vote for the Tag Awards. Vote There's for the ta- you should tag be tag doing. Awards. Why are you listening to the outro of a podcast? Go. Vote for the Tag Awards.
1: Well, okay, but also they, the voting might not go up till later this week. So if they're not up at the moment, don't, don't get angry because they'll be up around mm. Thursday, Friday, something Check like that.
0: Check the page. Check the page day. every day. Check, Check it every day. the Instagram page. Check, Check it, every it every day.
1: Friends. Tell your family. Vote, 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 vote. These are the awards. These are the big awards. These are the big awards. You don't get to vote in the Dally M's get to vote in the Tataga Awards. It's by it's the fans. Right. It's, it's the for the fans. The the people. The people's awards. I couldn't have said it better myself, Harvey. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> well, we'll see you all there. Get suited up. Yeah. Come join in Enjoy with us. Enjoy your finals. Enjoy your finals, footy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.